You're listening to Ants Talk. Khalid Baker spent 13 years in jail for a murder he says he never committed. His friend confessed to the murder at the time in an extraordinary miscarriage of justice and due to the laws at the time, his confession didn't ever make it to court. Baker hopes that his conviction one day soon will be overturned. Thank you for joining me on the show, Khalid. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you so much for coming onto the show. I really appreciate it. No, no worries. No so worries. I saw your thank story you for um, on Minutes and um, it really compelled me to um, contact you and ask you to be on the show purely because it's just hard to believe that it's even possible. Absolutely unbelievable. Would you be able to take us back to that night and explain basically the scenario and what happened? Uh, the scenario was um, it was in 2005. Um, we all went out to uh, like a warehouse function or party, if you want to call it. Uh, and what year my, was it? My, in 2005, November, November yeah. 2005. Sure. And uh, sure. <clears throat> and um, my co-accused was there performing at the time and. Um, one he he banged one of his friends at the time. His name was Ali, and um, Ali was a little bit intoxicated. And um, after my co-accused LM uh, finished uh, performing, um, we were on the dance floor dancing, and um, LM seen his mate. Uh, um, I don't know. I think at the time I didn't know what was going on, but at the trial that we found out that um, he was just. He was intoxicated and um, pushing people and ended up getting into a fight with two guys and LM ran over to try to break it up and get um, Ali out of the way. And, um, and in that process, he ended up getting assaulted and um, I ran over to uh, try to break the fight up. And we're, I was only 18, he was 17 at the time and um, we ended up having half the... Half the um, club or whatever you want to call it, turn on us, and um, we're trying to we're trying to get out, and um, there was a fight break, break out, and on the way out, um, we ended up running out, and um, some guy came out and had some words to us, and um, Ali ran back upstairs, and I ran after him, and. Um, LM at the time came out of from the venue and he ended up um, getting into an altercation with the guy and um, he pushed the guy and the, the guy went at the window and um, I ended up doing 13 years for nothing and um, he ended up getting acquitted and he ended up walking and it was just a, a, a unbelievable thing that what happened because in his interview, he admitted to it, and uh, I couldn't use that evidence to the jury to find me not guilty. And um, yeah, I ended up serving 13 years for something I didn't do. And um, I'm out here now um, trying to move on with my life and uh, trying to get my name cleared. And we're in the process right now of clearing my name. And um, yeah, bigger and better things to come, I think, from now. And, uh, and I'm just happy that people can see see it for what it really is, the bullshit. People really think it happens in movies, but it doesn't happen in movies. It happens in real life. But yeah. the sad thing is a lot of people don't know about it and, not, and a lot of people don't hear about it. And that's 
why these things always um, go unknown anyway. That's yeah. what I think. So yeah. uh, when, when it actually happened and when you went to court, what was the yeah. reasoning that you got told that your, the, the friend's confession wasn't allowed in court? Because in uh, Mel- Melbourne at the time, or Victoria, Australia at the time, um, it was this court, a law called the He Say, uh, and that law uh, stopped wow. me using his omissions uh, uh, in the police station and his record of interview in my trial. But the thing, the, the funny thing was, straight after my trial, that same year, they end up changing that law because they said that law was unfair and they That's end up uh, bringing, the, yeah, bringing the new law in. But because I was charged under the old act, they yeah, said stuck. because of, I was, yeah, I was stuck. And that's, that's just a sad thing because um, even they knew the law was bullshit and they end up changing it themselves. But I couldn't, I, the thing was, in, in, like, in other words, they said to me, too bad you were, you were charged under the old law. And yeah, mm. we're in the process now of uh, trying to get that overturned. Oh, it's just unbelievable. Um, so was there any forensic evidence from that night? That Nothing. 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 Had, uh, nothing. There was no forensic, no DNA. Nothing. Had, they had nothing on me. They had, like, nothing, nothing. And, um... um so why did... What, uh, so do, that, what was your thinking? So on the oh, actual well, night when you were arrested, why did they arrest you and not your friend? They, they, they arrested us the next day. They, they arrested ah. us. They, they arrested. They arrested uh, three of us, and yeah. um, he made a mission straight away. He 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 told the police exactly what happened. And um, the crazy thing was, at trial, uh, they had to just the jury was only allowed to hear what the police said, not what his evidence or his. Um, Statement. His record of interview, and I'm like, how can that work out? You know, this is a guy who's admitted to it. Yeah. And um, yeah, and I uh, end up, I end up seven thirty news over it, and it's just yeah, unbelievable. So I remember when I was watching the story on sixty Minutes, and um, you mentioned that when all that altercation was happening you had actually started going down the stairs and were almost exiting the building and that's where you saw this victim's body well him him laying him up, yeah when i got to the bottom of this yeah when i got to the uh bottom landing the guy was there like um did you yeah. know at the time so he was dead or did you think he might have just been unconscious no nah, no nah, he didn't he didn't he didn't he didn't die he didn't the guy's uh uh, I should use his name because at the end of the day, someone passed away. His name's Albert Snowball, and um, uh, he passed away two or three days later from his injuries. Um, wow. he, he was brain damaged, and um, yeah, they turned the life support off, and um, yeah, and they charged us for murder. And the word like to charge someone under the charge of murder is they like. Murder is like a planned thing. Like you had to plan yeah. it, and and the end of the day, it, even LM who did it, it wasn't. It was. It was a. It was a freak accident because where the window was, like 
no one never thought something like that could happen. And it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't in no intent or nothing. He was just trying to get the guy away from him. And, um, yeah, from doing that process, he, the guy went over, Albert went out the window. Well, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's sort of a perfect storm really, isn't it? I mean, it's a party. There's lots of people, there's alcohol involved, intoxicated people who fight, uh, you know, it's, it's just a sort but of. But I was drinking nothing like that because, um, the, uh, I was pulled over earlier on that night because I was driving and, um, at trial they said, the police came and said, we, um, breathalyzed Mr. Baker and he, he that I wasn't drunk or nothing like that. So, were you boxing at the time? Is that correct? I was, yeah, I was uh, the Victorian and Australian champion. I was going to represent Australia in the Commonwealth uh, Games in the two wow. games. And, yeah, and um, I ended up getting locked up uh, November 2005. I ended up missing out. And, yeah, and the sad thing was, um, yeah... Uh, I watched the games in, in yeah. prison and it, it was a heartbreaking. It would have been. Absolutely would have been. Yeah. Um, do you think that the arrest and, and you being charged was racially motivated? It was racially motivated. Even in the even uh, the way they ran the trial, like the third co-accused, who was LM's friend, was white, but the way they ran the trial was the black men were fighting with the white men. Right. And the, the, and the, and the thing, the funny thing was, was the other co-accused was white, but the jury never heard that, never seen him because he pleaded guilt, guilt early on at the committal because of, uh, he got charged for, uh, some assault charges and he put his hands up and at the trial, the jury never seen his face and, they just assumed that he was black too, but he wasn't black. He was a he was a white male. Yeah. What is your background? And, uh, oh, I'm Ethiopian. You're Ethiopian. I'm Ethiopian, Ethiopian Australian. Yes. Wow, amazing. Yeah. So but, your um, friend asked yeah. if he could plead guilty to manslaughter, <laughs> but they wouldn't allow it till you pled guilty as. Yes, they wanted both of us to plead guilty to manslaughter. Then they would have gave us the options to have manslaughter. But I was thinking, why am I going to plead guilty for something I didn't do? I had exactly. nothing to do with it. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't even upstairs when it happened. Right? Why am I going to plead guilty for something I didn't do? And I would never. And I would never plead guilty. Like, yeah. Even if I wasn't like, they said to me, you know, Khalid, if you don't plead guilty, you know, you're gonna you have a high, higher chance of getting a. a, a a big sentence. And I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, you, you need to um, stand for what you believe. And you know That's what? I know I didn't do it. Yeah, you know what? I, I know in the back of my mind, I, I was scared knowing that, you know, I, I, I'm looking at extra 10 years or whatever, but in my heart, I knew I didn't do nothing wrong. Why am I going to plead guilty for something I didn't do? Exactly. And uh, yeah, and I, and, I, and I kept fighting and um, so when they, when that did happen and they, they basically said, you know, you've got to plead guilty or you're going to get a long yeah. sentence and then you were finally sentenced. What do you remember the feeling that you felt like, was it helplessness, fear, yeah, a bit like, of everything? No, like, a, a bit of everything, but I was more devastated because I knew the truth and I knew everyone else knew the truth. 
Yeah. Like the police, the judge, <coughs> my legal team. But the thing was with my legal team, we couldn't do nothing about it. It was just like our hands were tied. And it was less like you need to fight this fight without um, all the tools. And it was mm. just unfair knowing that everyone knew the truth and and I, I was getting sentenced for something I didn't do. Like in my heart, I was like, I can't believe this has happened. Like, yeah. I'm thinking, I'm just being found guilty for murder. How can That's that be? Crazy. Like, yeah, I'm like, in my head, he's like, this is, has to be a dream. But it wasn't, you know, and um, knowing that you wait, like the hardest thing was being in prison and knowing that you didn't do anything and everyone looked at you as a murderer. Like, I always said to like, the staff, like, oh, you know, Khalid, you're going to admit to your guilt. I'm not, I'm not going to admit to something I didn't do. I'm not, yeah. I never admit, admitted to it in, at, at the trial. I'm not going to admit to something I didn't do. And I was like, I'm innocent. And they're like, oh, we have heard that story plenty of times. I'm like, you know what? You can keep, keep hearing the same story from me. I'm not going to change. I'm like, I, I'm innocent, innocent, innocent. And uh, like, thank God, like, um, now, like, everything's really coming out and people are really hearing about this story. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Ants talk. It's like Oprah, but not. Do you still feel a sense of fear, like things could change, or do you feel like you've done your time, it's over, and now all you've got to do is try and, you know, get this overturned? Or is there still yeah, a little like, sense never, of fear there? No, it's not fear. It's just more like um, I'm out here, but I'm not a free man. I'm not, yeah. not going to be a free man until I clear my name. Yeah, and I'm not going to stop. That. And I said this a long time ago. It, it, it doesn't. It, it doesn't matter how long it takes. If it's today, tomorrow, a year from now, ten years from now, twenty years from now, I am not going to stop to to clean my name. I'm an innocent man, and I need. And I'm going to make sure the world hears about my story. And I'm never going to stop fighting. That's the kind of person I am. Yeah. Good on you. Do you think that with it too? It's it's a case of. I mean, I suppose when we watch TV and we see people in prison and stuff like that, I mean, a lot of people yeah. are appealing their, you know, the decisions from jail. Is there a big difference yeah. in what you can do inside compared to outside? Oh, uh, yes. You know, I honestly believe um, the best person to ever tell a story is yourself. Yeah. You know, like your legal team's good to tell you the, the story, but People want to see the face. People want to see who are you fighting for. Like our legal team, are hundred and ten percent behind me. Yeah. And um, and but the thing is, people want to see who is this person. And then the dialogue, like, I'm the best person to tell the story because it's happened to me. Yeah. I lived this thirteen years. No one's lived it with me. You know, like I'm the only person who knows how I felt through all this time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, do you know how long a wait it will be till you can have an Eternal General grant your petition for mercy or uh, so you it can, can be appeal? Any, um, the, the Eternal General has three um, options that what she can use. The first one is to uh, quash my conviction on the spot. The second one is to send it back to trial. Or the third one is to leave the decision how it is. And at the end of the day, I'm happy for the first two. You know, like, at the end of yeah. the day, 
I want to use the evidence where they didn't allow me. At the end of that, any person can see it as black and white. Like, and 60 Minutes really came on board and showed the real story. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was it when I saw the story. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sure majority of Australia saw the same thing. I mean, I was aghast because, you know, in reality, scenarios like that can happen almost every weekend in nightclubs and dance parties and stuff like that. And yeah. sort of an innocent person then being, or even me or another listener, just being thrown in jail because of circumstance or where we were at the time. Yeah. It's absolutely shocking, really is. Um, I was going to ask you, Khalid, what is prison yeah. really like? Because we hear so many stories. I've, I've, I've been always really interested to ask somebody, what is it really like? It, 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 look, it, it has its moments. It can be very volatile, violent, like it can be very violent, very quick. That's, yeah. that's the prison life. Like, it's a lot of stabbings, um, seeing a few murders in jail like people getting stabbed to death and it, it's just it, 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 it blows your mind away because for myself i think it just happens in movies you know like yeah um about stabbings uh rapes um that was where i was running. thinking too is that you hear about the rapes and men yeah it does, happen. it does happen wow it doesn't happen frequently, like it doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen. Like, and you, you and you have guards who are running in the prison and cells to bash them too. You know, yeah, and they got like their own gangs in there too. The staff, you know, it's just it's just ridiculous how it's it's a different kind of world in there. Like, I can imagine. Uh, yeah, yeah, just like gangs and everything like that. And you think, oh no. Nah, but to you in it and you see it for yourself and you think, far out, this does, this does really happen. Yeah. Did you yeah. find um, people wanted to challenge you in there because of your boxing past? Yes. Like, at the start, I try to keep it as quiet as I can, but a couple months into me being in prison, um, two um, prisoners came to try to take my shoes. I was about only eight. 18 years old and just were full grown men and um, yeah walked in trying to the try to say like the word is kick your kick your kick your shoes over I'm not I'm not kicking nothing over and um, yeah they try to they try to they try to attack me but they end up coming up um, second best but um, yeah like, it's just ridiculous it, 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 it's very um, it's yeah people are very nasty you know like mm. they, they look for the weak and um the vulnerable and they thought i was weak and vulnerable because i was a young kid who's 80, 18 years old 64 kilos and yeah and they thought uh we can go in there and take his shoes but yeah i i, I didn't allow that to happen because i knew that if if i showed any kind of weakness that i was going to be targeted straight away and yeah. people would just keep targeting me what was the one thing you missed most while you were in there Honestly, I, I missed. I, I just missed family time in the sense of like, with special occasions, if it was birthdays, yeah. uh, New Year's, you know, just everyone's like, oh, what do you miss? You know, uh, food or uh, going out or whatever. I said, you know what? At the end of that, I just miss being home with my family, and us all together. And that's what I. 
that's what I really, really missed was just that quality time with family because you don't have family in there really. Like, yeah, you always have to be, you always have to be careful and think, oh, who's gonna try to attack me or whatever it is. You know, like when you're home with your family, you know you can be at ease because this is the people who love you, who want to take care of you and look yeah. after you. And yeah, and that's that's what I truly missed. I, I, I truly miss that love. I, I truly miss that comfort of being home and know that I'm safe. You know. Yeah, exactly. What was the feeling like when you were finally? When were you finally released? Uh, September twenty fifth last year. Wow. What was the feeling like? It was unbelievable. It, it like to walk out and. In some ways, it's like you, you were free, but you knew you weren't free. It was just like you walked out, but you felt like you had a chain on your leg. And yeah, could just I can imagine. Pull back. Yeah, and um, yeah, and for me, a lot changed. Like uh, a lot of people, are like, oh, how do you feel being in the real world? And I'm like, well, you know, I'm a person who can uh, adapt to uh, any kind of situation pretty quick. But the only thing what I found hard was technology because when I went away, I had a Nokia, and when I came out, <laughs> all these iPhones, you know, all these iPhones were out, and you can you can do it whatever you want. You and know? it's not. I suppose it's not just or, that either. I mean, we pay with you know cashless cards, everything. and we've got uh, it's just exactly. everything. Yeah, everything you know. And I mean, we've even yeah, got computers in cars. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And you know what the thing is? You can connect with anyone, everyone, all over the world. Like the world's got, it's a big place, but it's a very small place. Yeah. You know, like, it's shrunk. Yeah, you used to write letters or make phone calls. Now you can FaceTime each other from one side of the world to another and just talk like you're fun, like face to face. So, in when you're in prison, do you get access to TV, correct? Yes, yes, you do. And would you see stuff on there and think, oh, my God, things are changing? Or did it sort of just seem like you didn't really get to see that stuff and it was more of a surprise when you came outside? Like, you know, I watch the news and you see, like, uh, new roads getting built and and things like that, but you, you, can't, you, can't, you can't really imagine, imagine it properly. Like, yeah. you see it, but... To you, it's nothing because in prison you you don't hear the roads or nothing like that. You don't hear cars or. Uh, I suppose that's it. You're not really like, going to get the opportunity to, to use it or see it, so it doesn't really, you know, become yeah, it focus. That's it. To you, you, you get out and you hear like for the first time you hear cars and people beeping and swearing. You know, <laughs> you get stuck in traffic and all that, all that. Uh, Lively life when you're out here, you know, you yeah. miss that, you know, you, you miss, like I said to someone, I miss just being stuck in traffic, and they go, What's wrong with you? I said, <laughs> because you know, you know, you're a free, like you, you're outside, it, it's just, it's the, it's the world that we live in, and, and it's like you miss that bit, you know, you miss that, that, you know, it's yeah. like, you're, you're, what's wrong with you? It's like, Yeah, you know, I said, so When you get your freedom away, taken away, I said, you, you enjoy being stuck in traffic and having exactly. a laugh about it. So, Khalid, what yeah. is what's what's on the apart from you know your case, etc. What's on the horizon for you? What's happening in your life? Uh, right, uh, right now, um, 
I'm the Victorian champion in Australia, and um, I'm fighting for the Australasian title November the 22nd. And um, my dream is always to be a, a world champion and represent Australia. And um, I'm chasing my dream. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm That's training amazing. twice a day. Yeah, three hours in the morning, uh, two hours at night. And and the thing is, I'm not a bitter person. Like a lot of people say, why aren't you more angry? I said, at the end of the day. 13 years was taken away from me. You I'm don't want to waste any more time. Yeah, yeah I, I, exactly. I, and I'm not looking for anyone. I, I'm not looking for pity. Like, I don't want people to feel sorry for me. And that's why I keep telling them, I don't want people to feel sorry for me. I've, I, I'm at peace with myself. All I'm trying to do is clean my name and just do what I, I, I love doing. That's my boxing and become a, a world champion. At the end of the day, yeah, the end of the day, the time's gone. You're never going to get that time back. You just have to enjoy what you have right now. And a lot of people forget this in life. It's not what you have. Be grateful. Uh, be grateful for what you have right now. Not and what the little you things have. in life. Yeah, the little things. That's exactly it. You know, when you know, like, when you go to bed tonight, hug that person you love a little bit more tighter. You just never know when your freedom or your life can be taken away. Tell exactly. that person that you love them. You know, be kind to someone you don't even know. You know, that's what I think. The I I I learned I learned to not be um, what's the word? Don't don't take life for granted. You just never know. You know, just be be very appreciative that, that you have a life and uh, that you're well. You know, and um, yeah, that's true. what I'm doing. I'm, I'm happy and yeah, I'm happy. You with should my be life proud of and, yourself. Uh, it's a big achievement. Uh, no, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it, and I appreciate you know you uh, seeing my story and uh, reaching out to me, and um, yeah. Oh, I think I the more people that hear it, Khalid, I think it's better because I mean, there would be nothing worse, and I don't think that any of my listeners or myself could even imagine what you had to go through for thirteen years, and it's you know it it's it's just an unbelievable story, and I mean, I I just hope and pray mm -hmm. that you know, it, there's a really great outcome for you and, you know, things do Thank turn you. around and you do get what, you know, what you rightfully deserve. Yeah, I'll thank you very much. Thank you very much. So please, before we head up though, can you actually, um, as we were going to go back to before, let people know about you and your Instagram and where they can find you and follow your story. You can follow me on Instagram, Baker 87 and uh, follow my journey to become Australia's uh, number one and the world's uh, greatest boxer. That's my dream, and I'm going to make it happen, and I'm not going to stop to uh, I'll make it happen. And, uh, and you can hear the determination in your voice. I think it's going <laughs> to happen too. So that's Khalid. So K-H-A-L-I-D, Baker, B-A-K-E-R, 87, and that's on Instagram. Yes. Now, yes. Khalid, you're very lucky because I'm. You're the first person to have to do this, and it's a yes. thing that I'm adding to the podcast. But yes. what I've got, just to lighten the mood after what we've just spoken about, the serious issues, I've got some questions for you. But these ones are yes. from a child. <laughs> no way. And so this is Archie from United Kingdom. He would like yeah. to know who would win in a mud fight, a tiger or a lion? Tiger. I think so too. Tiger. I said the a same tiger. thing. I said to yeah. the, the lion's probably tiger got too much hair. <laughs> yeah. 
a tiger just he, he has too much heart. He won't he won't stop. Exactly. The next one. What would your superhero power be? My superhero power. Um, what was that? Uh, that lady from X X Men. You know, you can take anyone else's power. Um, oh yeah, I I, I, don't, I know who you mean, but I remember, but I'm not great with names. Yeah, <laughs> all you have to do is touch them. You you, you can take their power. You That's can actually pretty cool. You That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. And he, Archie <laughs> says that he can run two kilometers in thirteen minutes because he's so fast. How quick are you? Uh, I run I run a K uh, in three minutes and I think ten seconds, three minutes and twenty seconds. Oh, Archie, I think you've been beat there. <laughs> but I, I still I still reckon Archie will still beat me. I still reckon if uh, if I ran with you, Archie, that you just you would just beat me because you'd be more hungry than me. Yeah, he might he might have the stamina. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's more young. He's, he's a lot younger than me. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Kelly, thank you so much for joining us on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, all the best of luck for the future. I really hope no, that things turn your so way. Much. And no, I'm sure you that you've much. got a lot of Australia contacting you and supporting you too. Yeah, no, and I appreciate I appreciate you reaching out. And I just want to say to you, all your followers. Um, if you have a dream, don't don't ever don't ever stop till you succeed. And you only fail when you stop. You know, um, you might have hurdles in life, but it doesn't mean that it's not going to get easier. Every dark night always comes a brighter day, and that's all I want to say before I leave you. And I say, God bless and love you all. That's a great ending. Thank you so much, Khalid. You too. See you, mate. Bye. Tune in each week for Ants Talk to learn about real-life stories, celebrities and everything in between.